This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. (laughs) Obviously, I'm going with Illinois in the championship game. And yeah, obviously, I'm going with Illinois. That's just, uh, that's... Yeah, I mean, we all knew that was going to happen. What a great job, Loyola. Incredible. Yep. Another fairy tale ride is underway for Loyola, Chicago. I'm a bit sad. Actually, I'm lying. I'm quite devastated. <laughs> On the BetQL Audio Network. Oh, Jake Hassan, you're not the only one. Eli Herskovich, you're not the only one. Eli's bracket just completely busted up. Then what do you know? He's not available at the beginning of the show. Maybe not the second hour of the show. He's a very busy man. Interesting. Welcome into BetQL Daily. I want to say the Monday after the Sweet 16 is set. That's what I'm used to saying at this point in the calendar. But no, in a matter of a couple hours, we have more games. We're still not there at 16 teams. Uh, next three hours are going to be a lot of fun. If you're anything like us, you, you stuck with your TV for three consecutive days of nonstop action. It's going to be strange. We have more games coming up today, as I mentioned, all day. And then we're going to have to wait until next weekend till we get this thing cooking again, going from the Sweet 16 down to the Elite Eight and then the Final Four. It's Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat here on BetQL Daily. Uh, our EP is Eli Herskovich, according to the rundown. Our board op, Jake Hassan, director, Dylan Burns of, uh, Dylan Burns of Philadelphia. Graphics, Jake Galley in Philadelphia. Jake Hassan, he's hurting, man. He's hurting. I, I told him, Horvat, as soon as we saw all the TV guys, all the, the big radio guys, everywhere you go, any website, Final four prediction, final four prediction, Illinois championship, Illinois championship. It's a, It was a time for the Illini. Yeah, you knew somebody was going down this weekend, and you knew most likely it wasn't going to be Gonzaga, Joe, but everybody, and I'm talking everybody, I didn't see anybody who predicted a national championship that wasn't Illinois and Gonzaga. And what was disappointing yesterday is that Illinois, that game was never even in question. They commit 16 turnovers Loyola scores 23 points off those turnovers, and it, that game was just never in question. Did, did Illinois yep. ever have a lead in that game? I don't think they did. No, it, it was it was a no-doubter. So get used to the Sister Jean stories. Get used to them because they ain't going anywhere. I have my own theories on that coming up. Mike Rutherford will drop by in our number two from cardchronicle.com. John Gassaway from ESPN, also in the second hour of the show. You can follow us on Twitter, at BetQL Daily, 
at BetQL Daily. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Radio.com. Just search BetQL Daily. We are here weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Radio.com app. You can watch us on the Radio.com Sports YouTube page weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We're live on 1430 in Denver. We're live on 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. And we can officially make this announcement, Horvat. We are live on the bet 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago. Man, does it get much better, Joe? I mean, you know, at first, that's just great news right there. That's awesome right there. But also, how does this week get any better? Because at first, I'm not going <laughs> to When the tournament bracket was released and we found out that the first four was going to be on a Thursday and that the true first round of the NCAA tournament wouldn't begin until Friday. I was a little disappointed, but man, it's Monday morning and games tipping off in two hours. It doesn't get much better. Just great news. It was, this was one of the best weekends I've had all year long. It just felt great to have these games back. I didn't know what the tourney was going to look like with limited capacity. Was it going to be a lot of chalk? No, there were more upsets than ever. So I'm just back to get going again. Like everything in sports, the selfish human that I am, I consider how is it going to impact me? Well, here's how it impacted me. So if we go back to late last week, it give it gave me an extra day to think about my brackets, to get all my survivor picks in, the bracketless pools, make sure all my squares are set, what numbers did I get? All that gave me an extra day, which I did need late last week. And for the content purposes of this show, it's fantastic because there won't be a lot of things that we're going to go over that occurred over the weekend that are going to get lost in the shuffle. And we're going to be previewing games for tonight and reacting to games tomorrow. That, I mean, I, I think it's terrific. Now, if you're traveling to games, if you're traveling to Vegas, it stinks out loud. I don't think it's going to be a long term deal. Uh, next weekend is going to be kind of weird that we have to wait until Saturday for yeah. those Sweet 16 matchups. And it's Saturday through Tuesday, not a big fan of that. But it's also certainly understandable because uh, we were dealing with uh, COVID issues this weekend with uh, one team participating today that hasn't even played a game yet. Yeah, yeah, Oregon hasn't played a game yet. And so you wonder, is that going to be beneficial for them? Like, are they going to be well-rested against an no Iowa? Idea. Played a tough one against Grand Canyon. That's that's a good question right there. And then we had a game uh, canceled over the weekend, which really stunk. And I got a little nervous because for VCU, they didn't know where they picked up the virus. And so they're already inside this bubble that's not really a bubble. Um, so I was a little bit nervous, but I'm not going to lie. I mean, it was the best part about this weekend was other than that, which I do feel bad for them. Everything kind of went off without a hitch. Everything is actually working out. And so, again, I don't think that this is going to be the case next year. I think it goes back to normal. But yeah. it's been all right. Now, I saw on Saturday, I wanted to ask you about this really quick before we dive into everything. Did you even get to watch Loyola in Illinois? Because I saw that you were at a youth football game. Oh, yeah, but I got home by the time it started. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was going to say, that's... back in action. Man, I... everything back to normal. Did you I've, take any I... in that game? No, because I, I would have had to bet illegally to do that. It's just that no, no, I got it. Gotta... Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was joking around on Twitter about that, at Joe 0670, at Joe 0670. But, yeah, I was taking bets there. No, But, I, man, I've got a story on that. I passed out during Illinois Loyola. We'll get to that later on. Yeah, just completely passed out in the second half of the game. I'll explain. I've got a pretty good reason there. Uh, Horvat is on Twitter, by the way, at Ryan Horvat, the show at BetQL Daily. 
All right, let's. Uh, I got a bunch of things we've got to check off. Your final four. How's it look? I'm three of four. I'm good. Eli's trashed. He he's got three of four out before the Sweet Sixteen is set. He's got zero teams in his final four right now. He's waiting on Gonzaga. How about you? I got Alabama, I got Gonzaga, and I do have Baylor. But I think out of my sweet 16, Joe, I think I only have nine remaining. So my bracket yeah. is – now, I mean, three out goes. I'm fine with that in the final four. But, yeah, not 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 going the way uh, accordingly that I thought that it was going to go for me this season. So, so you still have at least one of your championship game teams available, unlike – Texas, Illinois, people that took that to the championship game. There were some people that did that on the show. I'm not going to name any names, but they did do that. You're, you're, you at least have one person, one team available for the title game. I do. I didn't fully buy into Texas. Now I did play a future on Texas, but just, I just can't trust Shaka smart man. And then with Illinois, I did have Illinois like everybody else in the national championship game. I did we're not. Still, that far, I we're still waiting on NCAA tournament win from Shaka smart in Austin, Texas, man. He got there in what? 2015. 2015. Yep. Yeah. I mean, geez. Uh, Survivor. So I was talking about the Survivor pool I, I was running. We ended up officially with 250 entries. I lost both of mine on day one. <laughs> damn you, Tennessee. Damn you, San Diego State. San Diego State, that's on me. I, I switched off of Rutgers at the last minute, which was very stupid for that first round game. But come on, Joe, you're the dope in the room. You're going against Cuse with a, as a double-digit seed. This is what they do every single time. Bayheim's going to get you whether you want him out or not. Yeah, I just can't fade Syracuse in the tournament. And Buddy Bayheim, Buddy Bayheim right now, Joe, is one of the best shooters in all of college basketball. Yeah. He's been a lot of fun to watch. You know, Syracuse, the two, three, I mean, no, just nobody could beat nobody could beat the press. Nobody could beat the two three zone once we get to the tournament. That's been proven here. Syracuse, I can't believe that you faded them, especially because about 90 minutes before tip, I saw everybody was on Syracuse. I figured they were gonna get waxed. I stayed away from that one. In the first in round one or round two? In round one and round two, everybody jumping on Syracuse last minute. Yeah. Always, you know, always a public team, but yeah, my survivor pick, I still can't believe that I went to Florida day two or round two, I should say. And then I saw where I knew that I messed up. I didn't like the matchup. And then I saw on Twitter 56% on Florida yesterday. That actually yep. shocked me. That surprised me. And then I saw it was already too late. I couldn't pull off of it. And it looked like they were going to run away with it. Like there were times where they'd go on a nice little run. They'd have an eight, nine point lead against Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts would hit a couple shots. I thought ultimately they were going to end up winning that game and kind of running away with it and covering the spread. They lose outright. Unbelievable. That was the amazing part about the majority of these upsets. Now, typically, whether we're talking about a regular season game or a tournament game, it's the big underdog might go up, and are they going to hold on? Yeah. That's the only question. Are they going to be able to hold on? Do they put their opponent away, or do they just get by – with the upset. What we're seeing this year, that's not how it's going down, man. We're seeing the big underdog with these furious comebacks late in games and putting away the heavy favorite. And we saw that last night with Oral Roberts, Florida. And, and to your point there, I did expect Florida to be a popular team in survivor leagues, including the one that I run. And like Corvette mentioned, 56% that were alive, not of the whole pool of the ones that were alive run Florida. I, I did expect it because or Roberts coming off the huge win. Are they going to do it two days later? 
They did, and it's not like Florida's a team you can trust. I under I figured that the majority of people would be on Florida, which is why you know I wasn't. Who am I? Because I wasn't alive. I lost in the first round, but yeah. I never, I never would have picked Florida just because to win those types of pools when you know the majority of people are going to be on one game in a one-off the NC2A tournament where madness happens. There's no way I'm, I want to be on that side. See, I thought if anything. It would be a day where people would just say, forget about, like, maybe everybody would just go with Illinois because nobody, for some reason, gave the fighting sister jeans a chance, even though they've been the best defensive team in the country all season you gotta, long. You got to have them available later. Everybody expected them to be in the Final Four. Right, right. See, that's and that's why I liked Florida, because I figured this would be their last victory. Also, with Oral Roberts, I just thought, okay, there's a hot team. They were hot last week but they were the fourth team in their own conference. They were the fourth seed in their conference tournament last weekend. So I figured, okay, nice run. It comes to an end here. And man, I was wrong, but I was shocked that everybody was on Florida to be quite honest with you. Like we're, I, I thought if anything, I don't know. I, I feel like everybody wants to back the teams like Oral Roberts or, you know, like Ohio, you know, I feel like everybody's rooting for them. But then you wonder like, is everybody because come sweet 16, is everybody going to want to watch Ohio or are we going to start missing the blue bloods? Like that's when you're going to miss the Illinois is every, like everybody roots for the underdog until we get to the sweet 16, until we get to the elite eight and these teams sneak in there. And then it's like, oh, I kind of miss Kentucky. There was one person in my survivor pool that took oral Roberts and they got 15 points for that victory last night. So they are clearly in first place down to 38 people left. So 85% of the pool is out after three days. Who knows how much, how many are going to be left after today, I mean, it's Not crazy. Right. We, we might not even get to the Final Four. That thing might be decided. Uh, we were running the BetQL daily against the spread, last man standing. So half the bracket, we're down to four teams in each region. How about this matchup? How about it, man? In the South, representing Arkansas, our very own Jake Galley, representing Oral Roberts, Dylan Burns. Wow. <laughs> Heavyweight. Heavyweight. Yeah. Um, an, another way to bet. I, I know we're going over all this stuff. I was in so many squares. I had so many uh, opportunities where I had the losing side right, but the winning side, I was off by one point. I swear that happened three different times. It's a big money square pool. So how about you? No, same here. I've only won one square and we had guys, multiple people actually in the square pool that have already won four or five times. We had somebody on Friday night, Joe, that won three straight. And last night, I finally got on the board with Oral Roberts. Finally, it's been disappointing. Now, and I went full out, kind of like you. Next year, as long as everything's normal in the world again, probably for me, uh, one yeah. survivor bracket, one squares pool, one bracket. That's it. It's just been so much to track that I almost forget about my bets. Like last night, I was disappointed, obviously, with the survivor bracket, but I actually had money on Florida in that game as well. I think I got it in my eight minus eight. And I completely forgot that I had just lost almost two units on that game because I was more disappointed in that survivor pool. And then when I saw, cause you could go back and look at the picks that were tracked that somebody was actually on oral Roberts. That's wow. see, that's why I will never win a survivor pool, Joe, because I just don't have the stones to do something like that, man. You I just, you don't, but you don't have to, that guy could be bounced today. So it, it doesn't, you know, it's interesting. That's uh, what the strategies, what to do there. But um there's a, there's a lot to get into. Yeah. Upsets, straight up upsets. Friday, or Roberts, Oregon State, Wisconsin, North Texas, Syracuse. 
Saturday, Maryland, Ohio, Oklahoma, UCLA, Abilene Christian. And of course, Sunday, Loyola, Syracuse, Arkansas, Oral Roberts again, Oregon State again. It was wild. And three days in, we have a one out, we have a two, we have two threes and two fours. Unreal. This is what I love, though, man. Like I said, I was a little nervous that there was going to be a lot of chalk, real chalky. We've gotten more upsets than ever. Now, the Oral Roberts thing, I was burned by them twice because I want to say I went against them. Oh, we had the matchups. I want to say, did, did, did I go against, did I have Ohio State in the BetQL Daily? Yeah, you did. You did. Twice twice in the same weekend, Oral Roberts. Yep. Burns. Yeah. A few other things we want to get to, including uh, which team had the worst look over the last couple of days. And there's a lot of people ripping the Big Ten. I, I'd say ease up. Ease up on that a little bit. I'll explain why. And then we'll start to preview all these games going down today. It starts this morning in a couple of hours. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. This is BetQL Daily. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. He's trying to hunt down that three. This is for the tie. It rims out. Florida chasing it down. Lewis for the tie. That's not there. Oral Roberts, the 15 seed. The upset makers are history makers. And Oral Roberts is in the Sweet 16. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Oral Roberts over Ohio State. Oral Roberts over Florida. On Sunday night, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, welcome back in. Looks like word is out, Horvat. Once Robert Feeder writes a story, everybody finds out. Word is out. Big news today. We have uh, we're launching the bet in Chicago, 105.9 FM HD2, and uh, we are airing this show, BetQL Daily, and you better you bet every single day, along with some sports radio shows on there. Many many exciting things to come in the world of the BetQL. Audio network. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. So, Horvat, remember last week when there were so many pundits out there saying, huh, this is going to be a chalk, chalk, chalk tournament? And maybe it still will be in the very end. 
But yeah. we've been uh, going over the number of outright upsets day to day. And it's not just a couple points like Wisconsin over North Carolina. Yeah, that qualifies as an upset. Arkansas over Texas Tech, even though the Hogs higher seed to the point spread, the Red Raiders were favored. So it qualifies as an upset. But we're talking about some of the big upsets that have been going down. Uh, we always want want some absolutes, right? We want to know, okay, why is that? Why, tell me across the board. Why is it happening this year? And like most things in life, it's a case-by-case basis. There isn't any one reason. In some scenarios, that COVID was a problem. In some scenarios, um, like Ohio State, we talked about their issues on the defensive end and m- many Teams that went uh, went out early, they had issues on the defensive side of the ball. Sometimes you're just not hitting uh, your three-point shots. Like you go through these box scores, Horvat, so many times you're like, boy, this team shot 15 16% from beyond the arc. Of course they didn't win. Right, exactly. And, Joe, on our morning show in Milwaukee today, the first question, what's wrong with the Big Ten? Did we overrate the okay. Big Ten? And I, I don't think, Joe, I'm going to stick up for the Big Ten. I don't think we did overrate the Big Ten. I think it was the best conference in all of college basketball – you could look at each and every matchup individually, and I could tell you what went wrong. With Ohio State, we knew this wasn't the same Ohio State team that it was two, three weeks ago when we were talking about them as a potential number one overall seed because they struggle on the defensive end. And what scared me more was the final three, four minutes of games, they just couldn't close teams out. Now, I didn't see them getting knocked out on the first round by a team like Oral Roberts, but I knew their run wasn't going to go too deep this season. Illinois, that one did shock me a little bit, but we've been sleeping I mean, again, like you're playing the number one defensive team in the nation, in the country, and you turn the ball over double digit times. They never let in that game. So I think you could look at each performance individually and say, okay, this went wrong. Rutgers. I think Rutgers had a nice little run. In fact, I was going to give Eli a free pass on his final four. If Rutgers did win last night and advance to the Sweet 16, I was going to give him a free pass for the Texas pick and for the Illinois pick. But I, I don't really want to bash the Big Ten. I just think that it shows how much parity is in college hoops, that sometimes we sleep on these mid-major teams, even a team like Oral Roberts, who was the fourth best team in their own conference and had to win the conference tourney just to get in. Yeah, I I was messing with Eli earlier, but if you're following him on Twitter, you know that he's dominated the ATS picks. Like the futures went bad, um, and you bet on those months and months ago to get a good number. So you don't know what the matchups are going to be. Uh, the futures went poorly. Final four picks bad, which is why it sucks. I mean, it's so hard. It I is. feel like I'm so lucky to have three or four of the still alive. Like, come on. It's not like I've been killing it in the bracket either. It just uh, dodged some of those landmines like Illinois. I don't think anybody was taking Ohio State. Texas was very trendy, which which yeah. did concern me. But um, as far as your point about the Big Ten, I went on record most of the year. I was saying the Big Ten's the best conference. When it was all said and done, I, I landed on the Big 12 as just being a little bit better. Not as top heavy as the Big Ten. Didn't have your Illinois and before the livers injury, Michigan. I bet, hey, Michigan's still alive. Maybe they're going to make a run. But I was, in full disclosure, obviously, uh, most of you know that we live in Big Ten country. Horvat follows Wisconsin closely. You know, I follow. Illinois, but I follow the entire conference mm-hmm. as well. Um, I want to stick up for them too, because and maybe it's the way I curated my Twitter feed. I thought it was ridiculous the reaction. Oh, see, every time a Big Ten team would lose, taking victory laps, like really, yeah, really. Okay, so 
I, I would see after Wisconsin loses to a one seed in Baylor, most of the year regarded as the second best team in the nation on a collision course with Gonzaga for the title game. And maybe that's going to happen. Oh, see? Big Ten's trash. Because Wisconsin lose to Baylor, they were supposed to lose. And then when Rutgers, they should have won. They should have closed out that game against Houston. Rutgers at 10 seed. He's taking care of Houston. Much of that game, the two, the reaction is, oh, this is the best the Big Ten has? Rutgers? Really? I'm like, well, which one is it? Pick a lane. Pick a lane. Um, Just overrated? Yeah, they got a lot of teams in because it's a really, really good conference. When you get a lot of teams in, a lot of them are going to get bounced because everybody but one team is going to be eliminated at some point. Right, exactly. Again, overreaction, and it just shows, man, like anything can happen in the NCAA tournament. You know, Illinois, that was a disappointing loss. But like you said about Rutgers, should Rutgers even have been in that game against Houston? Because I feel like we've underrated yeah. Houston all season long because of their conference as well. You know, and so I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And then Wisconsin. Yeah. Don't even get me started on Wisconsin. Now, I will say this, okay? They didn't belong to be in that game with Baylor. And like right. you said, Baylor, just three weeks ago, we were talking about Baylor potentially having an undefeated season, you know, um, maybe playing in the national championship game. They're, they're definitely, I mean, it was either well. Gonzaga, are you going to take Baylor? Are you going to take the field? And everybody was on Baylor or Gonzaga. But I will say this about that Badgers team and how big of a letdown they were this year. After the game, Demetric Trice, who was terrible yesterday, said, you know, we rallied together. Nobody saw us beating Carolina. Nobody believed in us all season long. I have an issue with that. Joe, preseason, top 10 people, they were the seventh team in the country. Who wasn't believing in them? But again, they had no business being in that game with Baylor. So that one didn't bother me. The Illinois one, eh. And like you said, like, Okay, maybe Michigan does get bounced. Maybe that liver's injury ends up being as big as we think it's going to be. They're still alive yeah. right now. Iowa's yeah. still alive right now. I think or, or I think Iowa's going to beat Oregon. We haven't seen Oregon play a basketball game in nine days. Hell, Maryland's still alive right now. So let's just be a little easy on the Big Ten. We still got some teams alive right now, man. Hey, well, let's not get it twisted. It was, it was a terrible look. Like, it was really bad this weekend. But after every loss, it doesn't mean that you have to jump up and say, see, the Big Ten is so overrated. They're so overrated. Like you mentioned, Wisconsin. Was anybody picking Wisconsin to go to the Elite Eight? No. Was anybody picking them to upset Baylor? Like Rutgers? Aside from Eli Hershkovich, nobody had them going to the Elite Eight. Like, what are we doing here? Illinois, huge disappointment. Yeah. Uh, the, the committee kind of screwed them on that one. Let's be honest. I mean, you put a top 10 Ken Palm team on the eight line, you put the Illini in a bad spot. And they were a no-show. Underwood got out coached. But you've got to give the Ramblers a lot of credit in that spot, too. Number one defense in the nation all year. Come on now. It wasn't just Illini and Coburn not being too effective down in the blocks. It, it was also what Loyola was doing. Yeah, and Iowa was sloppy with the basketball. The turnover yep. yesterday exposed, exposed a little bit with the ball handling. Still, in my opinion, the best player in the country this season, all season long. It was a nice run for Illinois, man. I mean, they were a fun team to watch, but the turnovers killed them. They yeah. were never in that game. They were outplayed. Like you said, Brand Brad Underwood was outcoached from They're the down. tip. They were never in that game. You know, they were down double digits. They'd make a little run. And the thing was, you saw it because every time they'd make a little run, it would just get answered right away. And the turnovers are what killed them in the long run. No problem ripping Illinois. Um, Ohio State. I didn't see one person take uh, the Buckeyes to the Final Four. I didn't see that. 
And Purdue, they were a four seed. Disappointing. You go out in the first round. Eli had them going to the final four. I didn't really understand that. Uh, they're probably going to be in the mix next year, though. They're going to be even a higher seed. Yeah, yeah, Purdue. And then we'll see what ends up happening with Illinois. They may have a little rebuild there, but, I mean, still they're getting some nice pieces back. But, yeah, Purdue will be around next year, and I think it was a good building block because, again, I mean, nobody – like, and the other thing, Joe, is if you look at the Big Ten, there were a lot of surprise teams. Again, we thought yeah. all year long Wisconsin was going to be a top-10 team. Their, their starting lineup is older than the Chicago Bulls. They have all seniors, and they ended up being a disappointment. Where was Michigan picked in the preseason rankings? Nobody bought into them. Nobody yeah. bought into Juwan Howard, and here they are yeah. still alive as a number one seed. So I feel like the Big Ten is only going to get better next year as well. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Horvat, which team? Like the Big Ten, we're defending the conference a little bit, but it was a terrible weekend for them. There's no arguing that. I just don't think we should uh, – take victory laps on that. Like where's the big 12 hate, by the way, Texas mm-hmm. three, you're out West Virginia three, you're out Oklahoma state last night four, you're out. One of the best players in the country. N- nobody's ripping on the big 12, uh, but give me speaking of the big 12. This is where I'm going to go with this. Give me the team uh, that had the worst look in the first three days of the tournament. The worst look, the three days of the tournament. That's a great question. Um, biggest disappointment. Which biggest. One? Well, I was really high on West Virginia, man, because I mean, they were a typical West Virginia team defensively, but I thought really this was their best offensive team in the last five, six years. So for me, that was the biggest disappointment. I thought they were going to make a deep run. Again, I fully didn't buy into Texas only because of Shaka Smart, who years back, everybody wanted Shaka Smart. West West Virginia, bigger disappointment than Illinois? No, Illinois was the biggest disappointment. Okay. Illinois was the they did get to the, Illinois did go to the second round and Joe, they did lose to a really good team. As big of a disappointment as they were, mm-hmm. that matchup, didn't you think, just think, there's an outside shot that they're going to get upset, that they're not going to show up? Because they've been playing such good basketball the last two weeks, but that run in the Big Ten tournament, you know, eventually they were going to have a game where they weren't hitting shots. Now, the thing is, if they just take care of the basketball, I think they're in that game. Yeah, I'll go with them being the biggest disappointment, I would say. Them, see, I was disappointed in West Virginia only because I bought into them, like I do every right. year this season. Other than that, I go yeah. Texas. I go Texas. Shaka Smart got there in 2015, still doesn't have an NCAA tournament win, probably in the tournament last year. They didn't have it uh, last season, obviously, as we all know that. But still, you're the three. You come off of winning the Big 12 arguably the big 12 in the, the conference um, conference uh, tournament, of course, right. um, you're the three seed going up against Abilene Christian. You got to get a win at some point. You got right. to like, I, I don't know that anybody was picking Abilene Christians <laughs> to win that one, but uh, I thought that was a terrible look, terrible look for Texas. Yeah. I'm with you there, but the preseason hype really wasn't there. And I think that's just because nobody yeah. wants buy into Shaka Smart, but for him, like he needs to prove that he could get back there. And in that program, same thing. Now, would you consider Texas Tech to be a disappointment? Because no, Arkansas, the higher seed, Arkansas has been slept on all year long. I'm high on Arkansas, to be quite honest with you, but the best player in the country uh, or the best pro prospect, I should say, already going home. That kind of sucks. I liked watching the end of the season press conference for him. He shout out the women's team yesterday. Um, Now, again, for the team, not a big disappointment. But I'm going to miss watching Cade Cunningham play basketball this season. So 
that's kind of disappointing to me. You know who is not high on Arkansas? Who? Todd Furman. <laughs> Eric Musselman blasted Todd Furman in the post game. I thought it was strange, but also quite hilarious because there's a, a video clip. Or- Arkansas Nation got this out there going everywhere, like some of the blog sites, and a, a video clip clip of Todd Furman uh, ripping Arkansas, basically saying the reason they were going to lose Texas Tech because of the coaching mismatch. Musselman, heck of a coach. Now, I, I understand what Furman was saying. Like Chris Beard is one of those guys you want to back, especially yep. t- tournament time. Uh, but they go out in round number two in a very, very tight game. We, we got to start going over some of these matchups today, Horvat, because, man, man, big day here. Um, and it's starting at 11-10 Central. We've got what? I mean, all, all these uh, matchups are going to have the Sweet 16 set after today. It's going to be another long day. Maybe some people called off work. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that happened. But coming up next, we're going to go over the other seven games going on today, and we do have some strong opinions on those. Ostrowski and Horvat, BetQL Audio Network. From the court to the ice, we're going to help you put money in your wallet. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 